Hi, this is Lucy. This is Anna. This is Maya. This is Carson. This is Ella. And we're with the Squawk at GOHS. We interviewed staff and students about their supernatural experiences. Welcome to the Squawk, the podcast from Glen Oak High School's newspaper, The Eagle. We interview the student body and staff about issues around the school, funny stories, and different questions and polls. We hope you'll stay with us and listen for a few minutes and enjoy the Squawk. Make sure to subscribe. Hi, this is Lucy Howell with the Squawk here at GOHS. I'm here interviewing Miss Feliz about what supernatural experience made you believe in ghosts. When I was little, um, my cousin, who was eight years older, used to come and spend a week with us in the summer. And she was very interested in ghosts and the supernatural. And so she introduced me to the Ouija board and being eight years younger and idolizing her as an older cousin, I believed everything she said. So when we played with the Ouija board and she tried to summon up ghosts or people from the past, um, I really believed that the Ouija board was moving and that we were talking to people from, from the past. No one in particular, just that the Ouija board was actually answering us. And then because I grew up in the 70s and I was in a small town, we also um, had the legend of Bigfoot. And it was very much alive and believed in in the small town where I grew up. So um, I would see the commercials advertising like sightings of Bigfoot and shows that were going to be on TV. So between my cousin faking me out with the Ouija board and the thought that Bigfoot was walking around the woods in my... (laughs) in my neighborhood. Um, yeah, I could get pretty scared at night sometimes. Wow, what a great story, Lucy. Now let's jump into what Miss Reimer has to say about hers. Um, so when I was in elementary school, I was having a Halloween party with me, four of my friends, and the only other person home was my mom. So as you do at a Halloween party, we were of course playing hide and seek in the dark. Um, And it was me and two of my friends hiding behind a door upstairs in my house. And something or someone pulled on that door so hard that the three of us could not hold it back. But when we went downstairs, my friend and my mom had been downstairs that entire time and nobody else was home. So it was kind of crazy. Wow, Anna, that's a crazy story. Now let's jump into Kaylee Nestich's. When my dad was little, he he had cancer and he was like a baby. And my grandpa just kept, like, they're very Catholic, and so there was, like, never any pictures of them or anything. And he just kept, like, praying a lot that my dad would, like, give the cancer that he had to my grandpa. And in about, what, maybe a year later, they sent my dad home because he was pretty much, like, about to die. And my grandpa suddenly got diagnosed with a brain tumor, which is what my dad had. And my dad ended up making like a really fast recovery. But whenever he made the recovery, my grandpa died a week later. And ever like, and since like they have like no pictures, it's really hard to find like a picture of him. But every, like every once in a while, um, my grandma says that like a picture of him that she had like in a photo album appears like on her, on her desk or her dog just like barks wherever he used to work, wherever. She still lives in that house where he died, and he just like barks at like at the bed, <laughs> and um, 
it's just really weird because like sometimes like I'll be like driving in the car and I like look out and I see someone that looks like exactly like him because I've only ever seen like two pictures of him and it looks exactly like him and it's just like really weird because like my dad like 100% believes that like his like prayers like worked. Wow, what an interesting story. Thanks for sharing, Caitlin. For our final story, let's share Blue's personal experience. Well, when I was, there was at one point where I was drawing in my basement and um, I had my headphones in and I kept hearing this one voice going right up next to like my earphone and it kept going, Blue, Blue. I take off my headphone and I'd look around. There's nobody there. And I like looked looked all over the room. Nope, nothing. And I put it back on and they go, blue, blue, blue. Jeez, okay. Take it off. Nothing. And this went around for about four more times. Because <laughs> I'm not too bright. Oh. And I uh I looked Eventually, I looked over, and there was um, a feminine-looking, shadowy figure that just went bolting across the room, and suddenly it stopped, like, dead in its tracks, foot still in the air, and um, her head kind of turned to me for a second, mm-hmm. and then it was gone. And I think that, well, when my I told my mom this story, she said that it probably was the wife of the previous owner of the house. His name was Speedy, which is a funny name to have for a ghost story. Um, And he... uh, There's still little love notes all around the house, and um, they're especially down in the basement in the laundry room. So it seems like a pretty fitting place for a ghost. Um, Though, to be perfectly honest, maybe it's schizophrenia. (laughs) Oh my gosh, okay. Something's than a ghost story. <laughs> that sounds like a very spooky experience. Wow. <laughs> so are you still scared of this experience to this day? Or is it an experience that you kind of feel okay with? I think I, I more feel okay with. I, I was definitely scared at the time because I was I ran up the stairs screaming, crying, and going up to, to my sibling's room just trying to like get a hold of myself because that was the closest I'd ever gotten. But I think that it's more funny now because of, like, she was trying so long to get my attention. (laughs) (laughs) Just to run on past me and then go go far away. And I'm like, you are the most mischievous ghost I've ever heard of in my life. But to be fair, a lot of ghosts are, are known for their mischief. So They are, they are. Thank you so much. We're out of time. Until next time, Glen Oak.